we were up to Yuma Daf Lamites, where Shlokish explains the Pasuk, Im la leitzim hu yolitz, vla anovim yitain chain, that if someone comes to be metame, poischenloi, and Shemaim they allow him, they open up the doors for him. But if someone comes to be metahir, messayin oisai, they'll even help him to become tar. He'll have heavenly aid. Rabbi Shmuel brings a marshal for this. He says if someone is selling this smelly stuff and this deliciously smelling stuff, so when they're measuring out the naft, which doesn't smell good, the buyer will say, you know, you measure it and then just give it to me when you're done. But when they're measuring a farsimoin, which smells delicious, they'll say, you know, hey, let's measure this together so we'll both walk out smelling good. Rabbi Shmuel said that an avera stops up a person's heart. The Pasuk says, and we learn that to mean vinitam tembom. It'll stop it up, not just bimetame, it'll actually closes up a person's lave. And the Rabbana learned that if someone is metame himself a little bit, he'll be showered with more tumma. Someone's metame himself down here, then metame him upstairs in Ilmaba. But on the flip side, if someone is mekandesh himself, we have the Pasuk, then he is showered with Kedusha. If he's Mekadosh himself down here, then they're going to be Mekadosh him in Olam Haba. Now in the next Pasuk, in the next parak, the Mishnah tells us that the Kohen Gadol would grab out two lotteries from the box. He had the Skan Kohen Gadol on his right and the Rish Pesav on his left. If the lottery that had the shame on it, the Shem Hashem, came up in his right, hand, the skan would say, Kohen Gadol, lift up your right hand. If it came up on the left hand, then the Rish Pesav would say, Ishi Kohen Gadol, raise up your left hand. They would put the two gorillas on whichever side the Seir was on. Right? If the gorilla of the Shem Hashem came out on the right, then the right goat got that one. And then the Kohen Gadol would say, La Hashem Chatos. Bishmuel said, he just needs to say La Hashem. Everyone knows that it's a Chatos. And now that he said the Shem Hashem, the Kehanim and all the rest of Klai Yisrael, Nazara would say, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Ha'ilei Gemara wants to understand why does he need to grab a ticket? Why can't he take his time? Reach in slowly. Take one out. No, we don't want him to... Try and make it that Hashem comes out on the right hand. It's a good thing if, if, if Hashem is at the right side. Even if he's not going to do it, we don't want, him, want it to look like he was being, you know, rigging the lottery. Rava says that the box was made of wood and it was not Kodesh. Plus, it was a small box that could only fit two hands. So Ravina asks, why does it need to be Chol? Fine, you want it to only hold two hands so that he's not able to play around with the tickets and put the shame in his right hand. But why not make it Kaddish? Nah, because that would be Klisharis, which is made of eights. And we don't have any wooden Klisharis. Okay, so make it gold or silver. Ah, no, the Torah is concerned about the moment of of Klai And since this isn't, the box itself is not a mitzvah, so we're going to leave it wood and we're not going to make it Kaddish. Our Mishnah does not go like the Bryce of Rabbi Yehuda Mishnah of Eliezer. The Brisa says that the Skan and the Kohen Gadol both put their right hand into the box. If the Kohen Gadol gets the shame, then the Skan says, Ishi Kohen Gadol, lift up your right hand. 
if the Skan got it, then the Oila, then the then the Rosh Beis Av tells the Kohen Gadol, well, you know what's in your hand? You have the ha- you have the uh, Lazazel card. So why doesn't the Skan say it? Why does the Rosh Beis Av tell the Kohen Gadol that he got Lazazel? Since the Skan got the Shem Hashem in his, so it would kind of be like rubbing it in the Kohen Gadol's face. It's like, ah, I got I, I got it, you know? So this way, the it wouldn't be offensive if the Rosh Beis Av tells the Kohen Gadol. So where does the Machlekes lie here? Whether the Kohen Gadol puts both his hands in or one hand from the Kohen Gadol and one hand from the Skan. The Machlekes is whether the right hand of the Skan is better than the left hand of the Kohen Gadol. If we don't want the Kohen Gadol to do any avoid with his left hand, so then the Skan should use his right hand instead of the Kohen Gadol's left. Rechenin Skan HaKoyenim is the one that argues in Rebbe Yehuda because he, he says that the only reason why the Skan is standing there is in case the Kohen Gadol gets a soul and now the Skan will have to take over. But the Skan does not actually partake in any of the activities of the Gairil. Now the Gemara goes into a little bit of Agarita discussing the personality of Shimon HaTzadik. Shimon HaTzadik was Kohen Gadol for 40 years. And while, during his tenure, every year the girl came up, Lashem, in his right hand. After him, sometimes it was in the right, sometimes it was in the left. The thread in the, in the base of Mikdosh, the red thread always turned white. But once he left, sometimes it whitened and sometimes it didn't. The kapara was guaranteed through the represented, representation of Shemunatza. Then Ermai Ravi always remained lit. Even, even though it was lit first, it was the last one to go out. It stayed up all night. But after Shemun Tzadik, sometimes it went out. The Eish on the Mizbeach, on the Ma'arocha, was always fiery. The, the Kahanim only had to put on the Eitz because there's a mitzvah too. There's a mitzvah putting on the Shnei Zira Eitzim. But it wasn't necessary while Shemun Tzadik was going Gadol. Once Shemun Tzadik retired, the Kahanim had to put the wood on the Mizbeach all day long. Furthermore, there was a bracha in the Oimer and the Shtehalechem and in the Lechem upon him that every coin that got a Kazayas, he was either full by it or he left some over because he was so full. It's the bracha of food, the bracha that Hashem infuses in food that fills us up. But once Shemana Tzadik left, that bracha left and uh, everyone would get some Lechem upon him the size of a bean. The Tsunuin wouldn't eat it and the more gluttonous Kayanim would. There was one Kayan that, that took his Chelek and someone else's. And forevermore they called him the Gazlik. The Gemara brings Raya's that they would call him a Chamtzun, and Chamtzun means a Gazlik. And the Gemara tells us that Shemun HaTadik knew that he was going to die that year. They said, how do you know? He said, every year that I went into the Kaddish Kadashim, there, there was an old man who came in with me dressed in white. And he would come out with me. And this year, he was wearing black. And he escorted me in, but not out. So I know I'm going to die this year. The Kachava, after Yom Tif, he was sick for seven days. And then he passed away. After that, the, the Kehanim weren't able to bless the Birchaz Kehanim with the Shema Mefurash. Rashi says it wasn't Kedai. Now on the flip side, 40 years before the Churban Abayas, the Shema the shame did not never came out in the right hand of the Kohen Gadol. The red string never turned white. The Nehemiah Ravi did not remain lit. Plus, the, the doors of the Heichal opened by themselves. 
as if inviting in the enemy. Until Rabbi Yechem and Zakai yelled at the Heichel, and what are you doing? We all know the Nevoa that the Beis Mikdash is supposed to be destroyed. Zachariah told of Yitzchok ben Tavloi says that the Beis Mikdash was called Levonoin because it whitened the sins of Klai Yisrael. Rav Zutra said it's called Ya'ar, like a field, because the Beis Mikdash sprouted. What did it sprout? Shlomo Melech planted golden trees and it grew golden fruit. And when the wind blew, golden fruit fell to the floor. But after the Chorban, it withered up and died. The, Kuh- the Kehanim were able to use that gold to make a Parnassah. Bryce tells us that the Kohen Gadol said the Shema Meforish ten times. Three times in the first Vidoy, three times in the second Vidoy, thrice by the Seir Meshtaleach, and once by the Geirel. They were able to hear the Shema Meforish all the way by Yericho, which is ten parsois away. The squeaking of the doors of the Heichel was able to be heard eight Tume Shabbos away. The goats in Yericho would sneeze from the smell of the Ketoris. The woman there didn't need any perfume. Akala didn't need any extra beautifications or spices because of the Katiris. Rebbe testifies that his father had goats in Hare Machmar, and they would sneeze from the smell of the Katiris. Rabbi Shuman Karcha says that Azokin told him that he was able to smell the Katiris in the walls of Shiloh. Have a wonderful day.